Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello to your beautiful brain barricade. It's Crystal Rosas back with another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. I am surprised that I survived New York City. This weekend was crazy if you saw it on my socials. And I'll talk about it right now. <sighs> Sit back. Relax. It's Crystal's Nightcap. Yeah, yeah, another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Happy Tuesday. Um, I think there was like some issues with the audio that was posted on Friday and Monday. My prima te, she was like, oh, like it sounded like it's only playing from one of our headphones. Um, I don't know why. Every time I like pre-publish uh, my podcast, there's always like issues. I remember something like that happened last time. Like it was like hella buffery or static or something. I don't know. I'll get to the bottom of it and I'll try to re-upload them so that they can sound not that annoying. But anyways, thank you so much for being with me for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. You do know that I'm here live on Wild for 9, Monday through Friday, 7 p.m. to midnight. So you can listen to me in your car on the free iHeartRadio app. Um, we're just going to get straight into my cave today because I had such a tiring, fun, crazy, I can't believe weekend in New York City, baby. You guys know all about that. So if you were following me on socials, you saw all this tea and some of the stuff you obviously didn't see because I didn't post, but we're going to get, we're going to get all up in that right now. Okay. Crystal's cave where I talk about me, my life, what's going on with me. So uh, me, 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 me. As you can tell, my voice is like gone. I have mysterious bruises all over my legs and thighs. I feel like I got ran over by a truck, um, which me means that I just went hard as heck. I did, I did what I had to do. I did that thing. So my flight was a red eye. I left at like midnight on Friday night out of, yeah, out of Oakland. And Alan, you guys have heard, Alan came with me. So if you're, you know, haven't listened for a second, you might've missed the episodes that he's on. Alan, I've known him since I was in the second grade. We went to like elementary school, middle school, high school together. Alan used to be obsessed with me and in love with me. And about a month ago, Alan got dumped. Okay, Alan's girlfriend broke up with him. 
And he's been like hanging around and coming back into my life, trying to hang out. We none of that hanky panky stuff. Like we are honestly just friends. We're just homies, which works out for both of us. Cause Alan, he sells housing developments here in the Bay. So Alan, Alan got that shamani now. Okay, he's twenty two, and he's out here living his best young rich life. So when I said that I was going to go to New York, or I, I actually invited him to come, I was like, dude, come because Shane's coming too. We're going to go visit Caitlin. So Shane is my best friend since kindergarten. We've known each other since kindergarten. These guys are like family to me pretty much. Um, So Shane's little sister, Caitlin, goes to Columbia in New York City. And me and Shane had been planning this for months to go visit Caitlin. And then um, I told Alan that me and Shane were going to go. And he was like, all right, we out, let's go. So first things first, um, Esteban, my little cousin Esteban picks us up from me and Alan up from my house and I am just all ready. I am so ready. He like upgrades me to like the front where he, cause I like usually get the peasant seats like like in the back cause I am a peasant. And, and Alan like got my phone and he like upgraded me to like where he was sitting in the front. I was like, okay, I'm not mad at it. But the problem is I had to sit in the middle, which I rather have sat in the back with the rest of the peasants I belong to and with because I hate the middle seat. Everyone hates the middle seat. Give me that window seat so I can like lay down um, on the window seat. But I was sitting next to Alan. It was like a long flight. Um, it was like, oh, I felt so long. And I was just like so tired, especially since I like just got off work. But anyways, um, me and Alan get to JFK and our friend Shane is meeting us there too. So we, so it's like 40 minutes until Shane um, is off of his flight. His flight is like a little delayed. So me and Alan decide to just go straight to the bar. And at, I think it's like eight, yeah, 8.45, almost nine in the morning. Me and Alan just start pounding mimosas. Like we were like already like four mimosas deep. Um, and then we met up with Shane and it was just go time from there, baby. So Alan had told me and Shane to cancel our Airbnb, which was fine. We canceled the Airbnb. I think it was like a $75 like cancellation service fee, which I'm like, okay, I'm not mad about it because Alan wanted to stay at the W at Times Square. Now I have never stayed at the W before. I didn't even like really know like the hype of the W, but like the W is like super expensive, like celebrities stay at the W's. So Alan like got the best like executive King suite for us at the W, which was lit and okay, there's supposed to be like a power outage tonight. So like my screen's just flickered, but we're on a generator, so we should be fine here. That was, that's scary. Oh my God, really? We're gonna have no power for like days. This is gonna be awful. So, oh, if you didn't hear, yeah, PG&E is like FU Bay area. We're gonna turn off power to like 80,000 people in the North Bay. Right here specifically in the Bay Area, 250,000 people's electricity is going to get got, going to get turned off. So we're, we're going to see how that goes. I'll, we'll check back tomorrow, see how many of us don't have power. But yeah, so we pull up to the W and we're just feeling elite and exclusive and ready. And I think it's like, I don't know what, like, like 11 or something. I don't remember. So, <laughs> so Alan... And me and Shane decide to just clear out the mini bar fridge that's at like in our room. And we're so excited. We have the music all the way up. We're like, <laughs> okay, I'm kind of embarrassed about this. And I didn't do it. But Alan wanted me to get him on my Instagram story of him like 
shaking up the champagne, just the champagne just spraying all over the room, which it did. And then when that happened, I was like, why did we do that? We are trash. Like, we cannot be trashing this hotel room. And Alan's like, it's fine. Like, it's fine. Like, we're, we're just going to have fun. Like, who cares? Let's just trash the room. Should we just break everything in here? I'm like, Alan, no. Like, calm down. Okay, you guys, Alan, when he, like, drinks and, like, when we get turned up, like, Alan is, like, me on steroids. Like, he is just so extra. And then the fact that he has pretty much unlimited money like he has an american express platinum card that has no limit on it it just it, it's just way too extra so he did that me and shane started feeling bad we started like cleaning up the whole room like that we spilled champagne all over because we're like we cannot be trash human beings so that was so fun like we were already by noon like super drunk and so we decided to get ready and just go out on the town so we um I get all cute, I get all ready, and we change, and we go to, where do, oh, we go to Times Square, we go to Times Square, and, oh, Times Square is just, it's just so, it's like, it's the touristy, touristy of NYC, it's, it's like Pier 39, you know what I'm saying, so, we're getting to Times Square, Shane and Alan have never been to New York City before, so, like, this is all new to them, and for the first time to them, we get to, to Times Square, there's like, we, we buy beer there. I'm walking, you guys. I'm, I'm looking all cute on my little heels and I'm walking, right? And there's a lot, of, a lot of curbs in Times Square. And I miss a curb and I fall straight on all fours. Like clump. Like I clump on the floor so hard and crazy. But I'm already tipsy. So I stand up and I just jump up and I'm like, we're good. And like we just start dying and laughing. Everyone around us is just dying. So we're walking around and there's a sunglass hut. And Alan's like let's go buy some shades. Like, let's go buy some sunglasses. Like I want like some cute, fancy sunglasses. And I say, sure. Like I said, we're, we're already hammered at this point. So we go into sunglass hut and I have, I've never bought myself a pair of name brand sunglasses, but my ex stepping stone, he bought me Ray-Bans one time, which I thought was like a really big deal when we were in Vegas and I ended up losing them. But, um, that's why I never really, wanted to invest or spend in expensive name brand glasses because I'm very reckless. I lose everything. I break everything. Like I just knew that I was just not going to treat these things with the respect they deserved. But I see Alan over here, like at like Armani and like looking at like the different Versace glasses. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna try some on. So I see some Chanel's and like, mind you, I've never bought anything Chanel at all. I see some Chanel's and I put, and they have like a chain, a gold chain on them. You've seen them all over my story. If you were watching. They were so cute. And I put them on and I felt like a movie star. I, I was like, oh my gosh. And even the girl who was like with us shopping around, um, the helper, the worker, she she says, oh my God, those are the ones. Like you have to get those. And I looked at the price. I think it was like 580 something. And in my head, I'm like, well, Alan's going to pay for it. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> like, we're all just going to take pick a pair. So I grabbed those and I am in love with those. And she says, do you want them? And I said, yeah, I'll wrap them up. So I'm getting those. Shane, he too. Okay. So Shane, he is a financial advisor. He just got his first full-time job. He's my age. He's 25. He lives in uh, Arizona. He lives in Phoenix. So um, he said that he wanted a pair too. And he was over here looking at the Versace. Went, oh my gosh. Shane looked like a secret agent, like boss. Like Shane looked so good in these silver um, mirror reflecting Versace glasses. So Shane says he wants those too. And then Alan picks out a pair of Armani sunglasses. 
I don't know how much Shane's were, but I, all I knew is that mine were like five something. And then I think Alan's were like two something. And so we go to the front. I'm like I said, I'm expecting Alan to pay. And the lady's ringing him up and she puts Alan's in and then grabs Shane's too. And then Shane's like, no, 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 I got this. So then I'm like, dang, okay, I, I guess I'm gonna have to pay for these myself. And then I start put, I start bringing out my card. I did, I was not prepared or planned to spend five hundred and eighty dollars on anything, uh, anything that I actually wanted to spend no money this whole weekend in in New York since Alan was there. <laughs> so, so I decide. So when I'm pulling out my card, Shane goes, "Oh, those two, we're getting both of those." And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And Shane's like, "I got you, Crystal. Don't worry about it." I said, "Shane, no, you cannot buy these." Like. You like Shane is just starting in his career. He's not, I don't even know if he's making as much money as I am. Like he's not really in a position to spend $500 on me. Like absolutely not. And mind you, Shane and I are family. So it's not, nothing goes on between the three of us. Like we are literally like siblings. I've known him since I was in kindergarten. So I was like, no, Shane, you cannot buy these. You're way too expensive. And he says, Crystal, come on. You know, you help me out. You're working with me. It's fine. I got this. I was like, no, please, Shane. So I told you that Shane just started off. Um, he just started working as a financial advisor. And around the beginning or middle of summer, he calls me and he um, he wants to set up meetings with me to see if I want to open up some accounts with him. Um, he was like, hey, Crystal, do you have any savings? Like, I'm kind of asking around friends and family um, if they're willing to trust me in investing their money so that I can like start getting accounts and stuff. And I was like, yeah, I have something put away. Yeah. And he, and he like showed me how it all worked. So I gave pretty much, pretty much like 80% of my savings to Shane. So this was his thank you gift to me for giving him those accounts. And I was just like, Oh my God, that is so sweet. Like, wow. Like this, I'm, I'm, Yes, I'm 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 about it. You know that's a good that's a good reason. Um, because I'm helping you out, Shane. So just you know what I'm saying like, it it all makes sense. And I also didn't feel like I was taking advantage of him. And I also felt like he was doing it out of his heart. Like he really did want to. And we were drunk as hell. So, <laughs> so like we're over here flexing, drunk as hell. Let's just spend money for no reason, kind of thing. So that was so funny because as soon as we all, it was I think it was already nighttime at this point. As soon as like we all walked out, we all had our shades on and we just looked so funny. We were just like calling everyone peasants. So that's the thing. Me and Alan would, and Shane too would like joke that like everyone that we see is just poor and broke and that everyone is peasants and we are like elite and rich. Even though like I am not elite and rich, Alan is. Like Shane and I are, are we're still working and we're still grinding. But <laughs> Alan is the one who's like, elite rich out here and we we're just dying running around calling people peasants well we were saying it under our breath we weren't actually saying it to people but you'll hear so then I say let's go to this rooftop spot that I like to go to I, I like to go anytime I'm in New York I'll try to go to this place it's called PhD inside the dream hotel and I've never had issues going there so we get there we're like I said we're trashed we get to the front and the guy is saying it's a $350 cover charge <laughs> okay, y'all know I'm queen finesse. I never pay for cover charges. If someone tells me that I have to pay to get in somewhere, I'm literally turning around and walking away. Number one. Number two, a $350 co cover charge. Like, what is... I've never been 
I've never been told that I needed to cover. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Overcharged to get into anywhere, like in New York. And I, I think it's because I was with the boys. And I think it's because we were wearing Versace Armani and Chanel. And so, and I was wearing my mom's Louis Vuitton purse. So I, so I was just like, uh, and then Alan was kind of annoyed too. He's like, come on, $350. And then they said that it's going to go towards our drinks. And Alan was already going to spend hella money on drinks anyways. So he said, all right, fine. So, <laughs> so Alan pays a $350 cover charge to get us into the elevator to go all the way up to this rooftop, PhD rooftop. And we get there and, you know, we're taking pictures, we're getting shots, um, here goes Alan again with the Don Julio 1942. So we're, we're going in, we're going crazy, drinking a lot. And <laughs> the night's going on. I'm having such a good time. I see a guy, like I look around, I always look for the cutest guy and I found like a really hot guy and I was summoning him. I literally told him to come here and talk to me. So him and I were hanging out and I was definitely feeling this guy was super cute. Shane's talking to girls. Alan is getting wasted. Alan is getting so crazy. And I'm walking around with Alan and a security guard comes up to me and he says, if he doesn't sober up in 10 minutes, we're kicking him out. And I and, and Alan isn't, <laughs> he's not like sloppy. He's not like being like a, like a, uh, an embarrassment. He just looks really drunk. Like he, like his face looks like he doesn't know where the heck he is. <laughs> that makes sense. So I say, fine, fine. So I pull Alan to the to the couch, a little table that's there. And I'm like, Alan, sit here. Don't do anything. Like, just, you're way too drunk right now. And we're going to get kicked out. You paid so much money to get us in here. We're not going to, like, leave early. So just sit here and, and just shut up. And he says, okay. So he's just, like, sitting there vibing. Like, he's a good time. But like I said, he's drunk. Like, so, 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 so drunk. And he's still wearing his Armani glasses. I think we're all still wearing our glasses the whole night. So me and Shane are dancing, gigging, still talking to that guy. And sure enough, 10 minutes later, the the bouncer comes and he's just like, no, we're getting him out of here. He's too drunk. And I'm like, no, like, come on, man. He's not doing anything. Like, why are you kicking him out? He's not doing anything. And he says, no, he just looks too drunk. I, like, we can't have him here. And I'm like, no. So he starts getting like dragged away by the security guard. And Alan looks like a little puppy who like is leaving his mommy puppy and like is so sad. And I'm just like, I told you, Alan, like you had to be sober. And like, I'm not going to cut this night short. So you paid for us to get in here. So me and Shane are going to continue to rage. So Alan just get, literally gets dragged away by the security guards. But Alan is very cooperative. He's not combating them. He's not calling them peasants. He's just like, no, Crystal, no. And I'm like... There's nothing I can do, Alan. So Alan gets dragged out, and me and Shane continue to rage. Um, the guy who I'm talking to <laughs> um, asks me if I want a drink, and I say sure. And I'm going crazy, like I'm going crazy. I'm like on the tables, I'm like dancing on the couches on the tables. So he comes back, and I'm wobbly as well. I I can be drunk and like look kind of act sober, but if you saw my stories, you're like, no, girl, you're gone. But I was definitely wobbly, and as soon as he handed me the drink. <laughs> which and mind you New York City drinks are like Vegas prices they're like 35 40 bucks which for like a normal person like me that's a lot I'm not spending 35 dollars on a drink so he comes up 
a hot guy hands me the drink and I like slip and I don't fall, but I kind of like jolt and like the drink completely spills, like just spills all over everything. And he looks at me and he is just done. He just like walks away and I'm like, no, oh my God, Crystal, you are a joke. You were an actual joke. Like you could have had a great night with this guy. He was super cute. He just bought you a 35, maybe $40 drink. And you just literally disrespected him and um, dropped it everywhere. So he left me and I continued to party and dance, make friends. Um, I, I met this other guy who worked, he said he works for MTV or something. They're doing, I don't know. He was telling me he works for MTV. He wasn't that cute, but I, I didn't really care. He was like a good time. Um, and then I re-meet up with Shane because Shane and I had kind of like disconnected for like maybe an hour or two. And it was already kind of ending like that. It was already closing and stuff. It was, I think, yeah, around 4 a.m. So Shane and I are gone and we decide to call it a night. So we get back to the hotel room, but <laughs> um, I can't find my key. Shane can't find his key. And I'm just like so tired and like my feet hurt. And I like rip off my heels like in the middle of the hallway in front of our door. And oh, we were staying on the 48th floor, by the way, which wow, like that was crazy. Like that's the I think the highest I've ever been in a hotel before. So I ran my shoes off and I'm just like laying down on the floor in the hotel room while, while on, on, in the hotel in front of our hotel room. OK, and Shane runs back down to get a key for us. So Shane comes back. That's where you saw the video of that I posted on Instagram and then took it down of like me just like passed out on the floor, like with my purse out and like my phone, just a mess. And Shane like records a funny video of me just like, Shane, did you get the card? Are we here yet? He's like, yeah, let's go. So we open the door and Alan is laid out on the floor, like hangover status, like on the floor, face down, passed out. <laughs> With his coat off because they suited up like they wore suits the entire time. <laughs> he was like he had a suit, his suit jacket off, one shoe off, one the the shoe that's off also has the sock off. So he like halfway did it and he was just passed out on the living room floor and me and Shane are dying. So uh, all I remember is like Shane went Shane, I guess, went to the 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 king bedroom and then I stayed on the couch like it was like a pullout couch so I just slept there with my blanket and pillow um and I woke we woke up around I want to say it was like 11 over there so 11 10 it's so like eight in the morning in our time and, and I just felt awful like I felt so bad like I felt like trash and um I saw that Shane and Alan were cuddled on the bed together and we start like planning our day and like getting ready for the day. And here we go. Round two. Like, let's empty out the mini fridge again. Like when we got there for the, for the first day, it was 20 minutes and we had already emptied out the mini fridge. So now we're going to empty out the mini fridge again. We had, <laughs> they sent, oh, we ordered room service. So I got, what did I get? Oh, I got sushi. Shane got some pasta. Alan got the chicken quesadillas. Um, they gave us two bottles of um champagne and like orange juice to make mimosas so we were going off with the mimosas i'm trying to think like what else happened yeah oh alan yeah alan oh alan couldn't find his armani glasses that was a problem shane had his glasses i had my glasses alan could not find his armani sunglasses and we're like looking back through his videos and photos and a girl at the club 
was wearing his glasses. And we're like, no, dude, like he, you just got got like you got got. And he's so sad. He's so butthurt that he lost his glasses. Well, it's funny because Alan, like he will ball out on some things and on other things not. So Alan does not really care about name brands. Like I told him he needs to get a Louis Bell. I told him he needs to get a Burberry jacket. And he does not care about that. He doesn't believe in spending a lot of money on things. So the Armani sunglasses, I think they maybe were 200. And that for him was like, this is a lot. Like I'm spending a lot. But homeboy will drop like $150 on one shot of alcohol at the bar. Like he just, he doesn't make sense. Like his spending habits and what he prioritizes just like is funny and does not make sense. So he was freaking out that he lost his sunglasses and like super sad about it. But we just continued to rage. And at this time, we were kind of like planning our day. He left his Platinum American Express no limit credit card at the ho- at the um, <laughs> at the rooftop bar when he got kicked out. <laughs> he like forgot to close out his tab. So we had to go back there anyways. So I decided that let's just go walk around Times Square a little more. I want to take you guys to Bryant Park, which is a cute little park. Um, like a few blocks from Times Square. And we do that. Uh, what time is it? Oh, yes, yes, yes. In the hotel room, Alan wants to <laughs> book dinner. He wants to book dinner reservations. So he, he, we're always calling, he's always calling the concierge for things. And so he asked the concierge to tell us where the nicest restaurant in New York City is. And they told us Benjamin's. There's like Benjamin's Steakhouse. There's a few Benjamin's and the like, this Benjamin's is like the good one, I guess. So they made reserva- he made reservations for us at 8 p.m. And Alan wanted to take a helicopter there. Because <laughs> certain hotels and even restaurants in New York City have helicopter access where they can literally pick you up. Like you just go all the way to the roof, get on the helipad, and then it'll take you to like a different wherever you want in the city pretty much. So Alan wanted to flex really hard and he wanted to take the helicopter to the city, but the prob to the restaurant Benjamin's. But the problem was that all the helicopters for the weekend were booked. And like I said, he was hella drunk and he started asking the concierge if he knew where we could buy a helicopter. I'm just going to buy it and I'm going to put it on the Amex. So when I tell you that this guy is just reckless, he is just so reckless. Like he, that is him. He he said they're all booked, so I want to buy a helicopter. So he had the concierge look for helicopters for him to buy, and I, I, we obviously did not. Well, I thought that we didn't find a helicopter, and this story will continue later on. But whatever. So that happened, and then we left. We went to Times Square again. We went to Bryant Park. We went to Bryant Park, and there's people just playing chess. There's chess boards there for everyone, and people like there's probably 20, 30 people playing chess against each other. So um, I tell I tell them, like, come on, let's go play chess with this man. He's sitting by himself. So we go up to this man, ask him if we can play. And he's like, yeah, go, like, yeah, play, play against me. So Alan plays against him. Shane doesn't know how to play chess. You listening, you need to know how to play chess if you're a grown adult. It's not that hard. And it's just something that everyone should know, I think. My dad taught me and my brother how to play chess when we were, like, six or seven. Um, so we were playing chess and we were talking to this man who we met. His name was Stanley and Stanley leases commercial buildings in New York city. So Stanley makes money out here too. He's older. He was maybe 65 and we're chopping it up with Stanley. Stanley's telling us all the places to go in the city. And, um, he's kind of like a funny, weird fellow. Um, and we're having such a great time with Stanley. Alan plays around. I play around. 
I lose, Alan loses too. And then from there, we want to go make it back to the the rooftop bar, Dream Hotel, to go get Alan's <laughs> American Express that he left there. So we're going to, the, to on our way in the taxi to the bar. <laughs> As we're like driving through Times Square, Alan is screaming out of the window <laughs> to people who are walking. <laughs> he says, he's like, hurry up, peasants, walk faster, walk faster. And the people who see Alan screaming this out the car are laughing like they think it's funny because <laughs> it is funny. Like it is a good time. So we make it to the dream hotel and Alan's getting his card. We are chopping it up with the bartender there and we're continuing the drinks. We're getting more rounds. We're getting more rounds. We check out the pool there. It's a good time. And then we start heading. We head over to dinner. So we go to Benjamin's and like right out front of Benjamin's, there's photos of like Kim Kardashian there, like Bill Clinton there, like I think Arnold Schwarzenegger, like anyone who's, I think the Obamas were there too. Like anyone, like that is a prime spot in New York City. So we get into Benjamin's and Alan orders like a $200 bottle of wine. We are just getting everything on the menu. I get the lobster bisque. I get, oh, me and Shane split the shirt, the surf and turf, which was um, filet mignon and... Uh, crab I think and lobster so me and Shane are going to town on this Alan gets his own ribeye like I don't know how much his steak was his steak was probably ridiculous like and then we also get the lobster mac and cheese and this food was so good oh my gosh this food was hella good and we're just going in on the wine and um it's like definitely a wine and dine type of experience I don't remember how much the bill was I think the bill was like eight something which which maybe like isn't isn't that a, I mean to me that's a lot, but maybe for New York City, wouldn't you think that like a crazy fancy restaurant would be like more than that? But I mean, how much can like steak and lobster really be? I don't know. You go to Costco, you can get two lobsters for like fifty bucks, I think, right? Or maybe like forty. I don't know. Anyways, so uh, we finish Benjamin's and we go to this place called Rudy's which is a dive bar. It's a dive bar in Hell's Kitchen on 9th Avenue. So 9th Avenue is just where like there's a lot of bars there. So we go there and it's a Sunday night. Yeah, it's a Sunday night. So it's like a little kind of dead. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I don't know. It's just like a little dead, but we meet people there, have a good time. Um, go to a different bar. We go to the Standard Hotel, which is like another rooftop. And then like I meet a few guys, nothing crazy. And everything closes like at four in the morning. And oh, no, no, no. Okay, it was like three in the morning. I was like, I was kind of over all that. I wanted to go back to Times Square. And there's bars around there too. So we go back to Times Square and we find this bar called Lily's and it's so pretty. It's like Victoria's. If you guys are, if you guys are like in New York City, you should definitely go to Lily's. Um, it's like a few blocks from Times Square and it's huge. It's like two store. Well, it's like high ceilings, Victorian, um, um, like picture frame. It's just so, so pretty, like very classy, like very cute. I love that vibe. 
So we're there and we're already gone. And Alan just starts going crazy. Like he buys Shane a $130 shot. I don't even know how. Um, he continues to buy us 1942. Like we, <laughs> the tab ended up being like, $400 and then he just tipped the bartender $300 and I was kind of feeling the bartender like I was about the bartender so um the bartender so at 4 a.m it closes Alan closes out and the bartender tells me hey I'll take you to an after I can meet you at this after hour spot but like they can't really like it's like only a people few people can go on there like I don't think you're they're gonna let your friends in and I'm like, okay, that's fine. So we start walking and Shane has a flight <laughs> at six. So it was four o'clock. Shane has a flight at six. So Shane and Alan decide to call it a night. And I am with the, this other guy that we met there. And I end up going to this after hours spot, which is called McCovey's, McCove's or whatever. So I make my way there. And do I get dropped off? How do I get there? Oh yeah, I think we took a taxi. We took a taxi there. And it looks dead on the outside. Like there's like no one, there's no one even around. Like the, the the whole street is just empty and it's late as hell. What for 20 at this point. So I'm outside and I'm like knocking on the door and I don't even think this place, like, I don't even know what this place is. I mean, it, it is a bar, but everything's closed. The windows are all closed. It looks dark. Doesn't, there's no sound in there. And I text him. I say, Hey, I'm here. And he said, okay, I'll go get you. And he opens the door and he's there and he walks me in and it's it is an open bar like it is open but well I mean no it's not really open there's there's only a handful of people in there I guess it's just like for funsies or for extras I don't know but I think that there's probably a lot of places like that in New York where it's like no one really like after hour spots are like low like low-key places that it's just like you know if you know bartenders then that's where you're at so I'm topping it up with the bartender he's cute he's fun his name is Mikey and I tell him that I have to, I have a meeting at 9am at iHeart. And so he's like, okay, well then why don't you just come to my place and we'll hang out. And then like, I'll send you a taxi to iHeart. And I say, sure. We get in this, we get in the taxi to go to his house, ladies and gentlemen. He lives in freaking Long Island. He lives in Long Island, which is like an hour from where we were. And it's an hour from where I have to meet at iHeart in the morning. So I go to his place. We continue to drink. We hang out. We have a good time. Nothing crazy. And um, I wake up at nine in the morning. I'm like, oh my gosh, I am so late. So the whole reason that I'm in New York City this weekend is, well, yeah, to go visit Caitlin or Shane's little sister, Caitlin. I'm like missing some stories because it was just all a blurry. But um, we did hang out with Caitlin during the lunchtime, like brunch time when we got to New York, I think. I think I missed that part. But anyways... I really went initially to meet with Carolina Bermudez. Okay, Carolina Bermudez, she does a morning show on KTU in New York City. She is pretty much like the queen of radio out there. You know, it used to be Wendy Williams, now it's her. So Carolina um, had been reaching out to me and she had been like wanting us to meet up and I like always wanted to meet her. I didn't get to meet her the past few times I've been to New York. So this was a big deal for me. Like I I was supposed to be out here making a good impression and I literally wake up at the time we're supposed to hang out. I just tell her, I say, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I'm running behind. I'm in Long Island right now. I should be there um, in an hour. And she says, okay, no problem. I'm like still wrapping things up here at the show. And I say, cool. So he sends me off in a taxi. 
I am dead. I am, and I am crusty, dusty, musty. Like I am still in the same clothes from the night before. My hair is trash. My makeup is just dripping all like it. I am disgusting. So I get dropped off at iHeart. Um, and I'm running around the block looking for flowers because this is the first time I'm going to meet her. I like want to bring her flowers. And it's, it's important to me that she's taking time out of her busy life. She's a mom too, to hang out with a peasant like me. So I find some flowers and I run up there. And, um, as soon as her and I meet, like, it is just like, oh damn, it's about to go down. Like we are like, have you ever, have you ever like wanted to link up with someone for a long time? And then like, you finally meet them and they just exceed the hype that you would have thought of them. Like we just like, she is just so great. And she is, just, we are on, we vibe on a crazy level. And she was just, she's so supportive of me and was just telling me that like, I'm literally her, like when she was my age, cause she's, she's a mom now she's grown now. And she was just like, I was just like you when I was your age and I was running around and, you know, trying to, find out who I was and trying to figure all this stuff out. So it's like so funny to see you, Crystal, because I see like a lot of myself in you and like whatever you want to do, like we'll figure it out. We'll kill it. So she takes me to the, she introduces me to everyone in the building. She gives me a little tour. She's hilarious. Oh my God. She is so funny. And she takes me to a brunch spot next door. Hella cute. Hella bougie. She gets wine for us. Um, she gets champagne for us. And, you know, we're ordering food and having like a good time chatting it up. Like, we are two little, like, we're like two little chickens with their heads cut off. Just like, mama, 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 mama. like, we're so excited to talk to each other and meet each other and learn about each other and hear each other's stories. And like a lot of what we've been through in radio, which we both can't really talk about, um, like politics and all that um, and like egos and all that. We've been through a lot of the same stuff. We've been through like, I know on the outside to you guys, it kind of looks all like dandy and smiles and talking on the radio. But like this is this business is like cutthroat. And um, I mean, y'all, uh, <laughs> I was going to say something, but I'm just going to stop myself. Um, it's hard out here. It was really hard. And, and like I said, her and I have had similar stories and we've had similar upbringings. Um, so it's just so great to see someone like her who's so successful and who's worked so hard. Um, just being so nice and genuine and warm to me because there's a lot of see I mean I'm actually very very lucky because every single female here on the wild 949 on air staff has always had my back never hated on me like always lifted me up but it's not like that in radio and like things have happened to her too or work to Carolina I'm, I'm talking about where you know females were nasty and brava and you know backstabbing and, you know, for her to have been through all that and still, like, have such a positive, fun attitude towards someone young, you know, who's trying to find herself, too, it's, it, it just, it, it really, really meant a lot to me that she took time out of her life and, like, wanted to meet me and just believes, was saying all these sweet things. So we were just chopping it up for a few hours, and she tells me that at 1230, she has to go back home to take her little kitties to tennis, and she's like, what are you going to do? So apparently, ladies and gentlemen, I met a guy at the rooftop bar that I don't remember. And he he's hit me up on Instagram. He says, hey, I met you at PhD last night. I'm sorry. I'm like, I had to go hang out with my friends. My friends wanted to leave. but It was great meeting you. And I would love to get like lunch or dinner with you. And I said, oh, OK, um, I, I had planned on doing that after I was hanging out with Carolina. I had planned on 
um, hanging out with this guy that looked hot as hell. I do not remember meeting him, but he was hella hot. He's from like Algeria, Algeria, Belgeria or something. I don't know. So um, I told her, I said, she said, what are you planning on doing? Like, like, what are you planning on doing? And I said, oh, well, there's this guy who like wanted to have dinner with me or meet up. So I might do that. I'll just go back to the hotel. And I say, so you're going to go take your kids? And she says, yeah, um, I live about like an hour. It'll take me like 45 minutes to an hour to get there. And I'm just going to take him to tennis and, and just, you know, make dinner or pick up dinner. And I, um, <laughs> I like jokingly said, can I go to see like what her vibe was? Like to see if, um, if she was like down for me to go with her. Cause like I had so much fun with her. I did not want to leave. Like I didn't want to stop hanging out with her. So I was like, oh, can I go? And she said, wait, you want to go? And I said, yeah. And she, she said, I'm going to like take the kids to tennis and just be at the house. Like, are, are you sure? And I said, yeah, if I can hang out with you, if you don't mind me, you know, hanging out and picking up the kids, like I want to go with you. And she said, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like come over, like I'll show you the house and like all this stuff. Like she was excited too. Like she was just as excited. So we walked to her car, we walked to her car and, um, which is just right around the block. And, uh, we, we get in her car and we start going, we start going to where she lives. Um, and like, there was like traffic and stuff. And she was like saying, oh my gosh, I have to do this every day with the traffic and we're continuing to chop it up and spill all that, you know, radio tea that we all love. So we get to her house and she's, oh my goodness, her house, her house. If you saw my Instagram story, like you were probably just as blown away as I was. Like her house is so fat. And the thing about her is that she's so humble. Like she doesn't put her stuff on blast. Like she doesn't show off her stuff. And I love that. Like I'm barely at a point where like I'm starting to make money in this radio business and like, you know, I can like flex, I'm not really flex, but just, you know, buy cute things that I want here and there. But y you guys know, like I, I don't really buy fancy purses. Like I don't, <laughs> I use my mom's per fancy purses. I'll have my friend buy designer shades for me. You know, like I'm not crazy about flash, uh, flexing name brands. If I like something, I like it period. Um, and, and it's just like so crazy to see like, how successful like you can really be in this radio game like it's so fun to see her like like having these like great cool extra things like flashy things but she doesn't flex it like you know because she's like oh whatever like she's very private about like her private life and I, I I think that's awesome too and I think that's something that I might have to work on a little more of just being a little more private about my life because I'm ready to share everything with y'all you know like I am I you know I put more and above and beyond out there than I really ever should. And her, she talked about that with me too. Like she was giving me really great advice about that and like balancing her love and um, her family and you know, what to share, what not to share kind of stuff, which I'm really thankful that she did that as well. So she's showing me her house so fat. Like it gave me like Kanye, Kim Kardashian vibes, like their house kind of vibes uh, pool outside. And like the, the babies have like the cutest little playrooms and, Man, it's like she put a lot of, her and her husband put a lot, a lot of work into that house. So it was really it was really fun to see. So then the little baby, the little baby comes out, um, the first one, Noah. And when I see him, like I love kids. So I, him and I are just like joking and laughing and playing and tickling. And like, it's so fun to hang out with him. They're they're really good little kids. Like they're really well mannered. So which I mean, I, I would expect nothing less like. Your kids, how your kids act in front of guests and stuff says a lot, I think, about 
you know, how you're raising them. And, you know, they, they're getting raised right. So we go, we grab Noah, put him in the car, take him to his little tennis practice. And I'm there with like all the other moms, the tennis moms. And it's like so funny. Like this mom lifestyle is so funny to me um, because I, th- my, my nephew, the baby, he's not in, in, enrolled into anything yet. So I pretty much just take him, pick him up from school. So it's fun to see like how the, what these moms talk about, you know, like, oh, this mom is the president of the PTA. Like it, it was like a funny, funny vibe. And then also like there was me, this crazy, disgusting, crusty, like still wearing clothes from yesterday, like dra- like following along Carolina, you know? So th- it was, it was really funny. So then um, she asks me what I want to eat. And I'm like, I say Chinese food. And so she takes us to get uh, takeout and we get takeout. And we go back to the house. Um, and then her and I just start going in. We start pounding wine. Like she's like, we're drinking boxed wine. I'm like, yeah, yes, we are, sis. Like, yes. So um, she's like pouring me glasses and glasses of wine. Her husband comes home. Um, such a, such a cool dude. And he's very successful as well. So it's like, it's cool to see this power couple and like, she's so in love with him. Like it makes me so excited to find love because like when you see couples that, you know, are in love with each other and she's just so head over heels for him. And like, you can tell like they're, you know, they still kiss and hold each other and hug each other and have that little like flirty time. It was so cute to see their, like their relationship. And he was so sweet. He's like kind of the opposite of her. He's tamed, low key, quiet. And she's just a firecracker literally bouncing off the walls. Um, so we continue to talk and I'm like, what are we four or five glasses of wine deep? And the kids are running around and it, it was, it was so fun. I mean, like one of the funnest days I've had in such a long time, just spending time with her and she was giving me such great advice. And, um, you know, she was just asking me like what I wanted out of my career and how I can get what I want. And it, it was great to hear everything that she had to say to me because she's been there and done that. Um, so now she can, you know, pass the torch on or, or help other people who want to be like her one day. So it's like, I, oh my gosh, what time was it when I left her? Because I did not want to leave. I was having such a good time and poor thing. She had to wake up at... 3.45 in the morning to get to work. And I was just like, no, like, I'm not leaving. Like, I'm staying here. She gave me, like, sweats and stuff. Um, but obviously, like, I had to go home because I had to make my flight the next, that morning, that within those few hours. Um, so she, like, shoved me in a taxi or in a lift to go back home, um, which is hecka funny because, like, I really did not want to leave. But, man, just what a great day hanging out with her and just good people, good vibes. There's so much history that she's been through to get to where she is and like she knows everything about the industry so so like hearing her stories and stories like I just couldn't believe the tea that was being spilt to me because people be scandalous out here everywhere and everyone's workplace like you know there's politics and people be scandalous so it's like crazy to hear like her perspective of things that you and I don't know anything about like you know like I said, you look at us in the radio and it looks like all smiles and giggles on air. And it, it is for the most part. But there's like these like dirty crevices of my cave. <laughs> no, just just of of the industry. Um, and it all really comes down to like haters and like egos. So, 
yeah, I reluctantly went home. She had to like literally shove me into the taxi to get out of her house because I did not want to leave. And I would even tell her, I was like, I don't want to leave. Like, I'm living here. Like, I'm going to live in your pool house. She's like, fine, fine, fine. So um, I get back to the hotel room, I think maybe around two. And I just see Alan's not there. Like, Alan (laughs) left early. Like, we were supposed to be on the same flight in the morning, but he says he couldn't even move or get up. So Alan um, had left. So it was just my stuff everywhere. So I just... I knew that if I fell asleep, I may, I, uh, there was a high possibility that I would not have made it for my flight. And I had to make it for my flight because I had to work on Tuesday, like that day, like th- the morning was my flight was and I had work right now today. So um, I packed all my stuff. I shoved everything into my bags and I went straight to the airport and I went straight to the airport and I was like on FaceTime with like one of my friends day. So it wasn't like really boring. Like I was like, pretty entertained the whole time and I was still drunk and I was like still a crusty dusty busted mess I should have showered I lit I did not shower for like 48 hours so um oh ladies and gentlemen the flight back home like I since this since the flight this morning have thrown up seven times because I think I was just drinking so much and I just like oh like it was just a lot it was a lot um and I pretty much like felt so dead. And like it, I had a connecting flight. So I had to like for four out four and a half hours for something. I was just crammed. And then planes are just so uncomfortable when you are hungover as hell. Um, but yeah, then I got home around 1030 in the morning and a seven picked me up and took me back to the house. And I still haven't slept then because I just I don't know. I couldn't sleep. I've been on such a like life high, you know. Like, I've just been so happy, and it was just such a fun, crazy weekend. So I find out that Shane, okay, so these are all the missing pieces, okay? So Shane and Alan, when I left them on Saturday, on Sunday morning, kind of, four in the morning, Shane tried to go back on his flight, right? His flight was at six. He was so drunk that they didn't let him on his flight. They were like, no, you're not getting on the flight. Like, you've clearly been drinking and, like, you need, to, you need to sober up for a little bit before we get on the flight. I don't even know that was a possibility that they can kick you off of a flight for being too drunk. But, like, he just looked drunk again. He wasn't, like, being a, a reckless mess. He j- just was wobbling around. So Shane missed his 6 a.m. flight, okay? And then they had rebooked him for 7.30. He fell asleep on the floor, fell asleep through that flight. So then he had to wait more hours. He was at the airport for 7 hours missing flights being too drunk to get on flights so that is how shane's night went okay and then he finally got got back on his he finally got a flight home alan (laughs) was being so so crazy back at the hotel room according to shane that he they tried this is not actually okay and this isn't funny but it's kind of funny he tried to rip off the TV from the wall mount and throw it out the 40th floor window, okay? And Alan's like a smaller guy. Like, he's not strong enough to do that. So clearly, thank the Lord, it didn't work out. But they were trying to rip the TV because he's just reckless. Like, he's just crazy. So that happened. When he woke up, he got an IV sent to his room. If you don't know what that is, like, you can literally call... You can call people, you can call someone to bring an IV to inject into your body so that you can, it gets rid of hangovers apparently. But Alan was so drunk and hungover that the IV didn't help at all. Like he, it did not help him one bit. He said that he, it, nothing, like it did not help at all. 
So that was Alan. And then he, like I said, had his flight scheduled for the next day, but he couldn't even get up and move. Like he didn't want to be in New York anymore. He just called a lift and just went straight to the airport and hopped on the first flight that was back home. And then he got like on the bed. He got like the, the, the flight that has like the bed on it. So Alan did that. He said he passed out like a baby all the way home. Um, and then Alan gets an email from his lawyer, a contract for a helicopter. So Alan had recently put in an, he, he just, like when, when he was in his drunken rage, b- actually tried to buy a helicopter, like literally has paperwork that he's going to buy a helicopter. So that's what happened with Alan. He did end up finding his Armani glasses like tucked in the bed somewhere. So thank the Lord he found his sunglasses. Um, I luckily too didn't lose anything or forget anything. Like everything was fine. And now I am just recouping from this NYC high that I had. And it obviously was exhausting. I need to stop going so hard. Like I need to chill out a little bit. Um, but I had such a fun time and I have to travel with Alan and Shane again because they're just messes. Like I think me and Alan are going to go visit Shane in Phoenix where he lives. That'll be fun. Um, and there you guys have it. That was what happened with me. Oh, so I ended up catting on that guy for dinner. Cause I told you I was having so much fun with Carolina. I didn't want to leave her. And like I said, like I literally came for her so I can, if I could spend as much time with her, I would. Um, I woke up at the air. I, I texted the guy at the airport. I was like, Hey, listen, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, I was just kind of a mess and I really wanted to meet this, this, my coworker, you know, and, I'm sorry, I had it on dinner, or on meeting up. And he says, no worries, like, when can I go visit you in San Francisco? So this guy wants to visit me in San Francisco, which I, here in the city, um, which I think is totally fine. And we've been continually DMing each other. Y'all, he is fine as hell. I wish I remembered. You know what he told me? He told me that I asked him for a piece of gum and then he whipped out the gum and I said, no, the gum in your mouth. And I just started making out. Ew, I am disgusting. I am so gross. And he was like, you don't remember that? And I said, no, but that's a good move, like, on my end. Um, so, yeah, I think I'm going to meet up with this guy. His name is Luis. Um, he want, he told me when's a good time to come. And I said, you should probably come for the, the holidays. It's really nice out here. So he wants to come for the holidays. Um, we'll see if that ends up happening or if we just end up falling off and not talking. But he seems, from the Instagram DMs, like a, like a catch. And he lives in the city. He's lived in New York for the past two months, so... We'll see what happens with that. That's pretty much how my New York City trip went, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that I did not disappoint. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this. I hope that you enjoyed watching all this ratchetness on my Instagram story because it was a good time. And oh my God, at one point, <laughs> Alan is just like literally throwing money away. I don't know why he did this, but he went, we were at like Rudy's at the, at the bar and he goes to the when we're leaving before we leave he goes to the atm pulls out 300 and just gives it to the security guard as we're leaving he's just like here man thanks and just walks out like and we are dying at all of this like alan is so funny um so shout out to alan for just being the mvp being the goat being the dad child dad child um booking everything for us uh the, the restaurant all of our drinks um our hotel like Dang, it, it would not have been as fun at all if Alan wasn't there because he is just a crazy, reckless mess. Like, he is me on steroids, which is just a disaster. And then Shane as well. Like, Shane just comes along and just 
makes everything a bigger tornado than it has to be, which is not, which is what I would expect from my good friends. So I had such a great, I had such a great weekend. You know, if you have never been to New York city, you need to go like it's, it's very expensive. It's very, anything is expensive. Dude, my taxi back to the airport from the hotel was $70 just for the taxi. So like everything is very expensive in New York. Um, but it's, it's so worth it. Like the vibe of the city, you guys, like I love it so much. And I, I really hope that I work really, really hard this year to try to make something happen, um, over there or over here. I mean, I'm super happy here and grateful for everything here, but I've, I already told my boss that I want to live in New York one day. Um, and I'm not getting any younger. Right. So I, I think I'm not going to have this energy for much longer. I mean, I'm 25, but today I feel like an 80 year old. Um, so I really want to move to New York, uh, within the next few years. And hopefully if I listen to all the great advice that Carolina gave me and, um, I go hard, I'm going to go hard on the paint. You guys are probably going to see that I'm, I'm going to be trying to do a lot of stuff. Um, that's the hard part is finding that balance, right? Because I love my life. Like I, <laughs> I love, you know, waking up late and being out late because of this night show that I have. And it's a good time for me to be here. Like I'm the perfect age for this. Um, but like, I'm going to have to make sacrifices now to, um, get to where I want it, bigger sacrifices, um, to get to where I want to be because I was really grinding and hustling for this night show. Right. I was grinding and hustling on the JV show. I had multiple jobs. I was going, I was in school, paying off school, super broke, trying to finesse however I could. Um, and that was my hustle stage. So right now, like with this night show, I like, I don't have to do side gigs, you know, like I, if, if I want to go host at a club or something, I'm doing it just cause I want a little extra cash and I'm doing it as a favor to whoever asked me to do it for them. But like, I am very comfortable, you know, I live in my own garage with my cat. I'm happy. So, um, it's going to be that balance of me being like, do I really want this? Like, do I really want to go hard? And I think I do. I, I think I, I think I do. I just, I need to calm down my lifestyle a little bit. I need to be, I have to find that balance of like work and play. Cause y'all know I love to party. I love to play. I love to have a good time, but I know that to make it to like where Carolina is, I'm going to have to like, echarme las pilas, you know, I'm going to have to really put that gas pedal straight to the floor, which I think I'm prepared to do. Give me two weeks to recoup from this trip. And I think that I, and yeah, I talked to my mom about it too. Everything that Carolina told me. And she's just like, well, yeah, listen to everything she said. Eat healthier, you know. Um, um, you, you need to be more healthy with your body. That's very true. Like, I'm, I'm not healthy. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens, y'all. There it is. Thank you so much for kicking with me with for another episode of Crystal's Nightcap. Hope you enjoyed it. There's a lot going on um, actually in the news right now. Um, hope that we're going to be cool from this power outage. I don't think this has ever, ever happened. Right. I, I've, I mean, I've lived in the Bay for 25 years. I never heard of PG&E just shutting off the power. So we're going to see what happens if I get home and I'll have power. I don't know if you have power right now, but, um, what people are suggesting is make sure you have candles around the house. Um, <laughs> bring your little portable chargers to charge your stuff. Um, put, what are we going to do if we really don't have power? I'm going to go home and I want to call my mom and see if we have power at the house. So yeah, you guys, 
Thank you so, so much. I love, love, love you. And I will see you on the next one. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.